Yo, 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 what's good? Thank you for coming to the House of Barf. I'm Chan Man. And before we get started, I would just like to emphasize that the content that we share on House of Barf is for informational and entertainment purposes only. We are not financial advisors and the information provided should not be considered as professional financial advice. Investing and financial decisions involve risk. And it's crucial to do your own research or consult with a qualified professional before making any financial choices. The opinions expressed on House of Barf are, are of our, our own and do not reflect the views of any organizations that we may be affiliated with. Please remember that past performance is not indicative of future results and the financial landscape can change rapidly. Always conduct thorough due diligence and seek financial advice from a financial advisor tailored to your personal needs and circumstances. By listening to this podcast, you agree that the host and in the future, if we have any guests, are not responsible for any financial decisions you make as a result of the information presented on House of Barf. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Yo, 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 what's good? I'm Chan Man. This is House of Barf. Thank you so much to anybody and everybody who decided to stop by. Kick it with your mans. I appreciate it. Just wanted to stop by and say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope you're having a wonderful day. I hope you're spending time with people you love. If you're not, you're not alone. Oh, I guess you're kind of alone, but you're not alone. Because me, myself, uh, this holidays, uh, I'm not really spending with anybody. So don't don't feel alone. It's all good. Probably just going to sit around, watch The Chosen, uh, you know, reflect on, on God, you know, uh, it's uh it's our day to celebrate Jesus Christ, so probably just kick it. Um, I may stop by a few houses later. There's a few people, you know, that, you know, they're like, hey, I know you're probably going to be solo uh, this holiday, so, you know, feel free to stop by. So I may do that, or I may just kick it, chill, sleep, watch some football, you know. But, um, yeah, that's it. Just want to stop by. Um, I guess to pertain anything to, uh, to barf, um... Uh, we're here at the end of the new year. Uh, again, I, you know, I don't have any of this stuff scripted or anything. Um, so, uh, you know, what do we do going into the new year? You know, you get a lot of presents, you get a lot of gift cards, a lot of money. Uh, I don't really have any strategies. Um, uh, a couple things I've been looking at, um, that I was looking at before, but I can't believe it's kind of slipped my mind. But uh, I'm looking at um, probably uh, options um, trading on ETFs. This is probably the thing I'll be doing, getting into uh, this upcoming year. Uh, definitely going to be working on my Forex. Um, um, uh, but basically, uh, I was looking at some ETFs. I, uh, I listened to like a bunch of other YouTubers and whatnot. Seriously, it's not like... I don't go around just thinking that I'm I'm the man, like you know, uh, you know, uh, on everything. Got no white, but the white girl girlfriend. Yeah, but um, so um, who's this YouTuber I've been listening to? Uh, this is this is Asian guy. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, man, people be playing on my phone and whatnot, and. Going all through my, uh, just give me a moment. 
let me just see if I can log in. Um, but this this guy is like a huge advocate for um, VTI and uh, VU, and um, those are actually some of the um, uh, some of the mutual funds are uh, those are ETFs. But uh, I used to actually not sell, but I used to kind of pump these. So I was like, oh snap, yeah, those are some pretty good ones. Um, let me see. So just to give you like just some insight, like you know, I seriously listen to plenty of other uh YouTubers. Um get plenty of insight here. Let me see if I can just find a couple of these. Um they usually put them in alphabetical order for me. Now they're like showing me their videos. I'm like, no, that's not what I want to do. Let me see real quick. Okay, here we go. Um I can even tell you a couple other people I'm uh uh subscribe to um 21 savage uh a boogie with a hoodie these are in alphabetical order so i'll just even read a couple of them aaron donald uh aerosmith um i don't know who this is a's martin that might be something else that my children are watching out uh oh no nah, this is a it's uh so i can listen to some go-go um let me see real quick. I'm not a uh I'm not a go-go native, but uh I've been living in the area so long that uh, you know. Um Yeah, uh, a few others, a whole lot of others. Angela Lee Angela Yee's in there. Uh one of my homegirls uh, that plays basketball overseas, Andy Cooks. Uh, ATP Earth, um, Big Crit, uh, I used to watch this thing called Black Coffee, I don't know, I think that joint got canceled, um, I haven't seen them in a minute, and it's been years, so I'm about to unsubscribe to this, cause I don't even think they exist anymore, so let me unsubscribe from Black Coffee, um, but here, let me go, uh, just to let y'all know, where is um I'm I'm just trying to find some of these people that I'm subscribed to that uh invest with Henry. Uh I watch his videos. Um Carlton Dennis, uh I I listen to his videos. Um let me see. Let me see another one. Uh I don't think I'm subscribed, but I'll do it real quick. Black Girl Stocks. I watch some of her videos. Um, uh, Wall Street Trapper. That's another one. Um, watch his videos. And um, I'm trying to look for this guy. I can't remember his name. I don't even know what his uh, symbol is. It's, a, it's this Asian guy. Uh Who's this guy? Tick Stocks. Uh, I do. I haven't watched him in a minute. Uh, doesn't even look like he's put anything new out. Um, let me see real quick. Okay, I can't find him right now. Let me see if I can just go to Shorts and see if uh, something of his pops up real quick. Um. But typically, I believe he makes videos with uh, like a Caucasian uh, pregnant woman, 
and um, he's just, she's just like, uh, hey, honey, you want to sell our house? Oh, here he goes right here. What's his name? Legacy Investing Show. Well, let's see what he's talking about right now. Putting yeah. in treasuries. So. <laughs> I don't know why my computer's moving so slow. All this stuff kids be downloading and whatnot. But yeah, that's who it is. Um, damn it. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? You give your computer to your little ones, and then next thing you know, there's Fortnite and Roblox and all this other stuff on there, and stuff just be moving slow. It's like, come on, I got to restart this computer. All right, got one of the, again, it's a legacy investing show. I'm about to put on one of his, uh... Hi, Here's $1,000. Can you keep this in your big fancy safe for me, please? Happily, we'll even give you 0.07% interest. But that's only 70 cents per year, though. Hey, why are you putting your funds into a savings account? You know it's losing value because of inflation, right? Why don't you just invest in real estate? It's one of the most proven and stable asset classes. There's no way I'm buying a house with $1,000, dude. Well, did you know you can invest in real estate with $10, $1,000, or even $10,000? Wait, what? How does this work? Yeah, and Fundrise clients have seen these returns over the past few years. And I've been investing $500 a month with the auto invest function to ensure that my money is compounding over time. Let me show you how it works. Sign up for a free account. Choose how much you want to invest. And the best part, fundraise. And yeah, you know, I take it easy. I'm not saying that I, you know, that, you know, that's why I got multiple different ones that I like to skim around and play around with and uh, listen to. You know what I'm saying? And um, recently I just um, subscribed to this one guy. It's a bald-headed uh, Caucasian guy. Um, I think he says that he's with SMB. Uh, he's he's like I I'm the um, I'm the head trader at SMB uh, and you know these are the strategies that you should use. Uh, let me see uh, if I can find one of his shorts. Uh, actually, it's two bald headed Caucasian men usually. Um, let me see if I can just find one of his shorts real quick. When you buy a call option and the market goes up, the call options price tends to go up. When you buy a put option and the market goes down, the put options price tends to go down. But what if you bought a call and a put at the same time? Well, when you do that, it's called a straddle to options traders, and it can provide some incredible returns if you learn how to trade it intelligently. So on November 1st, the SPX index closed at 38.56 the day before the Fed was going to announce the interest rate decision. So if at the end of the day you had bought two calls at 38.60 and two puts at 38.60 expiring the next day, it would have cost you $12,150. Well, the next day the market tanked more than 100 points. Well, that means that the calls expired worthless, but the value of the puts shot up in value to $20,164. And when you subtract out the original cost of the straddle, that produces a one-day profit of $8,114. Yeah, so, you know, I just, you know, um, just fool around with that. And that's what, uh, he just said something that kind of, you know, even just gave me a refresher real quick. Sometimes you got to remember that, you know, when your contract is lost, uh, a long contract, like a long call, you know, um, you'll see it trading, you know, you'll see it trading and be down forever. But what you can do is just let it expire worthless. And trust me, some of this stuff just, it's like, oh yeah, cool, bet. You know what I'm saying? Because think about the straddle. That call is going to be, <laughs> you're going to be in the hole a bunch. 
know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you're going to see it. Whew. But you don't got to worry about that because you can just let it expire worthless. So there's just various things that even just rehearing something kind of uh, refreshes things. Uh, and then, um, and then, yeah, what was he about to say about the put? What, go ahead, uh, sell the contract or let me see. A 66% return in one day. When you buy a call option and the market goes up, the call options. Yeah, it's all good. Price tends to but yeah, um, let me see something on uh, VU. Uh, let me see. I'm going to go to the legacy. Um, the legacy guy, because he's always talking about VU and, um, and VTI. Let me see. Uh, legacy Investing. See if I can find one of his shorts. All right. Uh, here, I'll just listen to one of them. Hey, millionaire. I just got my paycheck. I need the 10 best stocks to buy right now. I'll do you one better. I'll give you 4000 I didn't get paid that much. Do you want to become a millionaire or not? Fine. What are they? Apple, Microsoft, Tesla, Amazon, and Google. 4,070 stocks. Dude, thanks for wasting my time. Why don't you just buy them all at once? How? Erase everything I just said and write down VTI. This is a great way to buy over 4,000 great company that tracks the US total market index. It has a 10-year historical return of 14.7%. Where should I go to buy these? This is the best stock promo that I've ever seen. Link in bio to check it out. All right, so um, let me see. What's the Russell... Uh, 2000 um what is the russell 2000 etf it's like imb or something uh da, 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 da. what is it oh vanguard got one the vtwl so yeah i'll be looking at some of those um is it right i can't remember it's like iwm something like that um so yeah i'll be looking at the vus the vtis uh the spies um uh qqqs uh uh just a few of those probably be working on trading options on those a couple of the option strategies that i'll be working on is probably fooling around with leaps uh, i forget what that stands for um it's like long equity uh what does leaps stand for in options Term long-term equity anticipation securities. According to Investopedia, the term long-term equity anticipation securities refers to publicly traded options contracts with expiration dates that are longer than one year and typically up to three years from issue. All right. So, um, and telling that I listen to other investors as well. Uh, so when I was doing leaps, I was looking for a 365 day or more contracts. Well, I was listening to this other YouTuber named uh, Invest with Henry, and he said, look, there's rules, and then, then there's reality. Sometimes I get a leap for six months. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and what you can do with the leap is uh, you purchase the leap, you know, um, a year away, way out of the money. The contract is going to be, you know, for lack of better words, dirt cheap. You know, it depends on what's cheap. You know, what's cheap to me may not be cheap to you, and what's cheap to you may not be cheap to me. So, you know, uh, shit, I should, give me a second. Let me, let me pull something up real quick. We'll go over this very briefly. 
but again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Happy, you know, uh, whatever it is you uh, celebrate, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, you know, just Happy Holidays. And hopefully your your health is great and uh, hopefully your wealth is great and you're spending time with loved ones and family. Give me a second. Um, I'll pull up some of my stuff and we'll go over it real briefly. Uh, thank you so much to anybody or everybody. Uh, actually, I think I could just, that might be what I'll say going into the new year. Because uh, it's not anybody anymore. It's starting to be a group of individuals. Um, let me see in the last seven days. Let me see real quick. Uh, let me see, last seven days. Uh, I have about, it's about 20, uh, uh, listeners that pulled up an episode, listened for approximately at least 60 seconds. That's all I can see. Uh, you know, I really could subscribe to these, um, these podcast, uh, statistics people. Uh, I got one, I guess he reached out to me from Nigeria saying that he could be my podcast person. He'll do all my analytics and everything. I really don't care about all that right now uh maybe in the future uh but also over the last what was it like seven days or something i can't remember it might have been 30 days uh i can't remember it was like a a hundred listeners shared my episode with another listener so i mean it's all just truly a blessing um not in it really for the analytics everything you realize i'm not even editing my episodes or anything i just I do it all in one take. Um, so, yeah, thank you to everybody who decides to stop by and spend a little time with your man, Chairman. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break. We'll look at a couple things real quick, and then I'm just going to relax and enjoy the holiday. All right. Uh, I'm Chairman. This is House of Barf. Yo, yo, yo. What's good, Chairman House of Barf? Uh, one thing I will be working on in this upcoming year is definitely, uh, well, first off, thank you so much to anybody. To everybody that stopped by and kick it with your mans, I appreciate it. Uh, but I will be working on getting a microphone um, uh, and also a microphone stand. You know, uh, I'm still just holding my phone, uh, you know, to talk into it. Um, but here, just real quick, um, let's just take, um, let's see, let's see, Vu. Um so this is the Vanguard S&P 500. Um, it's $435 right now. Let me check SPY. What is SPY? Um, 473 So VU may be a better look. Um, and then also what I like to check uh, with these ETFs and whatnot. Not sure if it will show me, but I go to VU and I'll put in expense ratio. Because uh, I just want to know how much this shit costs compared to other ETFs. Uh, let me see. What's this expense ratio? I'm looking at VU right now. Um, I'm going to Yahoo. And where is it under Yahoo? Um, see, performance. I don't think it's under performance. <clears throat> I know it's under here somewhere. Let me see profile. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to hit control F and type in expense. Yes. Annual report expense ratio. VU is 0.14%. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, um, and then let me go to spy. 
back under profile and annual expense ratio is 0.09. So SPIES is actually a little bit lower. So, uh, but then it's a little bit more expensive. Okay, so, I mean, these people that put this stuff together, I mean, they're geniuses. Like, they do it really good. Um, so, let me go ahead and go look, for example, at the option chain. So, let's say that I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm just going to go with SPY. All right. Uh, real quick. It's no big deal. This is just playing around. Um, let's, and I want to look at the chart real quick. I just want to see what Spy's doing real quick. Is, I want to see something. Is, I want to see if the Forex market is open. Let me just see real quick. I mean, I doubt it is. It's just, I'm like, it is Monday. Yeah, no, nah, it's not open. All right, cool, cool. All right, um, so SPY right now has had, it looks like a pretty good increase. Um, let me close down all my stuff. Um, let me see real quick. Uh, so it's had a, a slight increase from about November. Uh, it was at about... 399 approximately and now it's at approximately 473 or this is spy um so spies had a, a, a little bit of an increase okay so you know i just kind of want to think how i want to approach this because right now it may not be a good time to get a call you know considering that you know calls are probably a little bit more expensive considering that spy has gone up you know over time um and maybe i'm <sighs> Maybe a good opportunity for puts. The puts are probably a little bit cheaper right now, but I'm not going to really play that game right now. We're just I'm I'm just speculating right now. So with Spy, they got so many expirations. Uh, I believe they have like daily expirations. Um, the expiration is basically when your contract uh, expires. So you get these contracts, and they have like strike prices, and they have expiration dates, whatnot. Um, a lot of people could compare them to like car insurance contracts. So basically you, with your car insurance, you do like your contract every six months, every year. Um, and then it has an expiration. Uh, I really don't keep up with my car insurance contracts like that. I just pay my car insurance, but I'm pretty sure once it expires, you can rene renegotiate and everything and then go under a new contract for the next year. Uh, but I really don't do that. Uh, and I, that's probably something I should work on. Uh, so, but so SPY has like daily expirations. Yeah, it looks like it one one day, two days, three days, four days, eight days. Uh, but with the leap, the um was it the I forgot I already forgot what it stood for. Uh the long term equity anticipation security. Um technically it's approximately like three hundred and sixty five days or more. That's what you do with the leaps. Uh, but I was listening to investment Henry. He's like, you know, sometimes I just do six months. I really don't go for the full year. Uh, cause I mean, like there's so many rules and strategies that are out there, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because like, you'll have a strategy and you'll stick to your rules, right? I, I buy here, I sell here. I'm a trend, uh, person. I go with the trend. I 
uh, I don't put more than 10% in one stock or, uh, or not even stock, maybe even sector. Uh, I, I don't put more than 10% in e each sector. Um, sectors are the ones that are like uh, pharmaceuticals, uh, I don't know, energy. Uh, there's so many different sectors. Um, uh, resident REITs, um, uh, uh, consumer discretionaries, consumer staples. Uh, so you may you have your rules, right? But when you start kind of trading, you know what I'm saying? Like you start kind of like, okay, the rules are there for a reason. They're they're there. But every now and then, you know, you may kind of break your rules a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It, because, I don't know, something's going on with this stock or something. Um, and, and that's the point of a rebalance. That's when you come back and you rebalance everything. You're like, okay, let's let's get balanced. I kind of went crazy um let me let me get myself balanced again all right so let's say you even had a like some rule uh 60% uh fixed income 40% stocks now you realize throughout the year the stocks have been getting kind of bullish we ain't gotten getting kind of crazy so next thing you know you find out that you're 80% in stocks and 20% in fixed incomes so what is what what do we do we got we got to pick some date some time somewhere you know, um, I guess a good way to kind of think about it is the the bond uh, the bond interest rates or payments or whatever. You know, uh, was it January, July, February, August, March? So just you know, you pull it back up and you say, "Man, I'm 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 out of I'm out of control. I'm out of control. I, I'm I'm breaking my rules." You know, hopefully the markets did well in your favor, but sometimes it's just good to get rebalanced. Um, so. When it comes to the leaps, yes, technically it's supposed to be 365 days out, but maybe you just want to go 180, you know, but with this, I'm going to go ahead and take a look at the 365 day one, which is not a 365 day. There's a 361 and 372. Um, that's the good thing about SPY because it would have been something crazy like 361 and then the next one would have been like 739 or 700. And it's like, damn, is there nothing in the middle? Uh, but, uh, so that's nice. So it just goes from 361 to 372. That's, that's not much worse. That's not worse at all. Um, let me get my calculator up, uh, real quick. So, um, if I was to get spy, I'm get the underlying, right? Um, if I was to get a hundred shares, um, it would cost me $47,000, approximately $47,000. So this is the one benefit if you have eligibility with your broker. Because that's another thing I got to deal with with my broker is I don't got, like, no eligibility to do anything. Like, they're like, no, you are broke. Shut the fuck up. Be quiet. And just be glad you can do anything. And it used to not be like this. Seriously, I used to have eligibility for everything. Like, and I didn't even use it. I had the eligibility for the Forex, for the, who knows, level four, not level four, but probably like level three options trading strategy. And I would just, I would see I have eligibility for it all and not even touch it. Just leave it alone. You know, I didn't even want to bother uh, margin, all that, had it. Next thing you know, I start going broke, Every the situation I'm going through. Now all my eligibility is gone. And this is the moment when I need it most. I'm like, yo, I need to figure out a way to, um, this is not a good word to use with stocks, but I need to find a way to turn this damn account, you know, like, and it's not, that's really not a good word to use, 
because that uh, as it's kind of unethical to turn somebody's account, especially when you're uh, somebody's representative. But I'm trying to turn my own damn account, you know. But that but what it turns into is that essentially uh, what um, represent financial representatives will do is they'll turn someone's account, where essentially they're jumping out, jumping in of you know the same or like positions, and they're running their commissions up. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why you'll want to talk to your broker about maybe possibly going into like an investment advisory account. You know what I'm saying? I, and, and this is not financial advice. You know, don't listen to me at all. But because um, you may say, okay, you're doing all that damn trading, all that jumping in and out of positions and everything, and it's running my commissions up, and you're not really doing much, you know, it would be easier if maybe I could just pay you a percentage a year. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm not paying the brokerage commissions and trading transaction fees and whatnot. So, you know, um, that's what I mean when I say churning. Uh, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, you know, my account's flat and I, you know, and this is not smart shit. And you know, this again, like this is not smart shit to do is I'm trying to create activity in my account, you know what I'm saying, to generate income so I can go around paying my bills and and whatnot. Um, so if you have eligibility with your broker, you may be able to buy a long call 300 some odd days out. So again, if I was to get a hundred shares of spy, it would be approximately $47,000, right? Um, so let me go to the December, uh, 31st, 2024. That's 372 days out. So I'm going to go way out of the money. So uh, there's these terms at the money, out of the money, in the money. So um, at the money, basically, the strike price is real close to the underlying price. So at the money for this, the underlying stock is at 473. The strike price for the option is 473. That's at the money. You know, um, so strike price, I don't really know how to describe. Uh, it's it's just it's the price um, that's like agreed upon on the option. It's like all right, you and me, we're going to agree that the stock is going to go above this price or below this price. That's the strike price. Uh, for me, my strike price, I typically write down as XP. Um, that's just the symbol I use when I'm thinking about strike prices and break-evens and parity and all that. So uh, you may see XP, somebody write strike prices XP as well. I'm not sure if other people... Uh, uh, the class I was in, that's kind of how it was taught to us is use XP. Um, so out of the money is uh, different for calls and puts. Um, so in the money, the strike price it, for a long call position is below market price. That means you're in the money. Uh, yeah, you may be in the money, but you may not have broken even yet. Uh, when you break even, you're... Um, your um the the uh break even for a, a long call is strike price plus premium. So you have these premiums that you pay. So if you want to get something that's in the money, you're gonna have to pay the premium for it. I don't know the formula for the premium, but visually I can kind of see it. I would like to get better with Excel and whatnot so that it can tell me like what percentage I'm paying, because for certain strikes you may not need to pay that extra premium. You may be able to go below you know, one strike price and have a wonderful percentage for your premium. 
Uh, but just looking at it, you can kind of tell. So if like something's at like, let's say 463, the premium is going to probably be like $10 or something. Here, let me see that. Let me see. Oh, okay. So nothing's up right now because the market's just closed. But um, yeah. Oh, see, everything is. Oh, damn. So I can't even really do this real quick. Let me just, let me go to a stock real quick. My bad about that. Uh, crap. Yeah, because everything's closed. Um. Okay, let me go to Amazon. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. So Amazon right now, I'm just picking a new random stock. It's approximately $153.42 right now as of the end of market on uh, Friday. Was the market? I believe, yeah, the market was open on Friday. Last Friday. Today's the 25th. Again, Merry Christmas. God bless. Hope everybody's good. So Friday at the end of market, uh, in the market is approximately 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um the uh, Amazon ended at approximately $153.42. So if you want to get like 100 shares of that, that's going to be approximately $15,000, $15,342, something like that. So you could get the underlying and get the stock and just hold it. Another choice is that you can go get the option. So we, uh, we did the out of the money. Uh, so real quick. Um, if I was to get a contract in the money, so right now it's at 153 at the money. There isn't one at the money, but you can get the closest to at the money is the 150 strike price. That's going for approximately $26. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would say that's on the more expensive side. Um, because I mean, at the money, you know, it really doesn't get that much. I mean, but Hey, this is Amazon. Um, so you want to go in the money. You say, I want to get a strike price that's already in the money. I want to buy an in the money call. Okay. Uh, there's this thing called Delta, which basically gives you like, uh, there's a couple different ways to describe it. So supposedly Delta really means if the, the, um, if the stock price was to move, let's just say like a dollar or something, um, how much your contract should move. So if the underlying stock moves up a dollar, uh, and you have like a delta of, uh, I don't know, let's say 90, then supposedly the contract will go up 90 cents. And then there's this other stuff like gamma and whatnot. I, I don't know all the definitions. But another way people use delta is basically to let people know how much percentage will this stay in the money or out of the money, right? Something like that. Don't quote me. And I may say right after I say something, uh, that's just a bad habit that uh, I'm trying to break. Um, uh, I noticed, I noticed some people do it and I'm just like, yo, I, I don't think that's right. But they say it, they always say it at the end of their sentences. They're just like, so you want to do this, right? And it's like, I guess, huh? You know, but, um, so, you know, um, you want to get an in the money, uh, option contract, a long call, I'm not saying you want to, but let's just say this is what you want to do. The theoretically. Um, so you look at the. 90 delta because you could get a hundred delta or one delta um it's going to probably cost a lot uh so you say you know all right i don't want to deal with the ones or the the point nine nines um let me think i believe long call um deltas are always going to be positive and i think puts are always negative something like that don't quote me on that either um so you say let me look at the 90s all right so i'm looking at the 90 deltas and uh, there's a 90 delta at strike price 105. All right. So that's in the money. It's in the money by like 
you know, 50 bucks. You know what I'm saying? A little bit under 50 bucks, like 48 bucks or something. It's in the money. Um, but you do have this premium of approximately about 58 bucks. You know what I'm saying? So your break even is going to be uh, strike price plus premium. So in this case, it's going to be 105 um, plus um, approximately $58. So your, your break even is going to be 163 You know what I'm saying? And I, I can't remember what parity is right now. Uh, but that's your break-even. Uh, parity is basically oh, crap. I got to go back and look at it. But um, basically, that's that's the point when you want to say, okay, am I going to exercise this contract or not? You know what I'm saying? Not a lot of people are going to want to exercise a contract uh, when it's out of the money because that's the thing about the option. It gives you the option to get the underlying or not. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want it, then you could just let the contract expire worthless. You know what I'm saying? And you just basically lose your premium. To the seller of the contract. Um, so you get the in the money. You say, okay, it's approximately 58 bucks. Now, 58 bucks times 100. I'm sorry if I didn't say that uh, before. But so 58 uh, bucks, um, because one option contract represents 100 shares of the underlying. So essentially 58 bucks times 100, that's going to be about $5,800. So you could say, okay, if I don't want to if exercise the underlying, uh, I don't want to exercise my contract to get the underlying, uh, the contract is in the dumps, uh, I'll just go ahead, let it expire worthless, and just lose the $5,800. Because this is what can happen with the contract. The contract could be down $10,000 or something, and you're just going to go ahead and click, you know, let me sell the contract. You know, oh my gosh, I'm down 10000 uh, well, not really. You could just let it expire, and when it expires, you'll just lose your premium. Uh, but again, check with your financial advisor, blah, blah, blah. Um, disclosure, disclosure, disclosure. This information could be all wrong. So you say, screw it. I don't want a 90 delta. I want to go out of the money. Now, the out of the money is when, uh, for a long call, is when uh, the strike price is above market price. So um, it's opposite for puts. Um so and now let's say even with a short call, the break even still the same. Um, now, in your mind, you may say something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I haven't broken even, but it's still the same for a short call, long call, break even, strike price plus premium. OK, uh, now on the short seller, they may say, well, I don't break even until it goes below. Yeah, I mean, technically, that's true. You know, the. um when the um, stock price drops, uh, that's when you break even. Um, or don't quote me. Uh, my mind sometimes gets too confused. Um, or or what I mean is, um, let me see. Um, I, here, I'll, I'll look it up on like a risk profile so I can, but because I'm just talking right now. So you say, I want to get an out of the money contract, which means the strike price is going to be above uh, the, um, market price. So again, Amazon right now, I'm looking at Amazon ticker symbol AMZ and at the end of market Friday, uh, approximately 4 PM Eastern standard time on December 22nd, 2023, the stock price was at $153 and 42 cents. So if I get an out of the money contract for a call position, the strike price is going to be above market price. So I say, okay, I don't want to get it in the money call. Um, they're expensive. I just want to go way out of the money, way out of the money. You know, maybe let me look at the 20 Delta. OK, so that that's basically saying 
that, you know, that's 20% chance that this will get in the money. That's an 80% chance that it'll be out of the money. Okay. Um, I guess if you want to think about it, that's like a one-fifth chance, right? You flip, you flip a coin five times, there's one time that you may get in the money. Um, so looking at this uh, in the money, um, I mean, out of the money, I'm sorry, out of the money uh, call for Amazon, there's a 20 delta at um, $220. And this is going for $400, approximately $400, right? So I could spend $15,000 to get the underlying. And, you know, let's just say it moves up to, you know, let's say you get 100 shares, a lot of it, you get 100 shares, this moves up to 163 uh, moves up ten dollars, so ten dollars times a hundred. You make a thousand dollars, right? And you're holding the underlying. Now, I get this underlying at Delta Twenty for four hundred dollars. This thing moves to, let me see, let's just do six dollars, right? Um, that's two dollars. Two dollars times a hundred. Uh, that's two hundred dollars right there. Uh, so, uh, let me times that by five, two times five, 10. So let's just say it moves up to $14, right? The contract, the stock is going up. It's getting closer to the price for the contract to go up. It does not need to hit 220. It could be getting closer. Okay. And as it gets closer to it, then that's when your contract is going to start going crazy because now your contract is becoming worth something. So let's just say it goes up to 14. That is a $10 gain. Ten dollars times a hundred—that's a thousand dollars right there, and you spent four hundred, approximately four hundred dollars. Um, so that's th- this is just a couple things that I'll be working on, um, uh, this upcoming year. Uh, I may not be picking individual stocks. If I pick individual stocks, there may be some that I pick. Uh, you know, we got the Apple goggles coming out soon. So, you know, maybe I just want to own, or maybe I just want to sell contracts or buy contracts on Apple alone. Um, now with that long call, if you have eligibility, then you should be able to go in and now sell calls on that, on your option contract, which is crazy to me because you still don't even have the underlying. But it's cool. You know, they may give you the eligibility to go ahead and start selling contracts on your um, out of the money long call. Maybe it might have to be in the money. You know, it may, I'm not sure. You got to check with your broker to see the eligibility. Um, but going into the new year, um, I'll probably be uh, buying uh, long calls, maybe leaps on. Uh, ETFs like SPY, VU, VTI, QQQ, uh, IMB, or I can't remember the Russell 2001. Um, and then possibly selling contracts on them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so even if the stock stays below your strike price, uh, as an owner of the long call, you have the right to exercise it or not. You don't have to exercise it. But if you don't want to exercise it, you could let it expire worthless, you know, but at the same time, you could be selling contracts on your um, on your, uh, you know, long call position because it does give you the uh, 
the ownership of like 100 shares. Um, what else? Uh, so that's probably something I'll be working on going into the new year. Uh, I'm also going to be working on Forex a lot. Uh, I've been introduced to it uh, by a few different people, but uh, it's really starting to take off now. I was able to sit down with uh, one of my buddies and, uh, you know, actually, because a lot of the time people were just talking about it and showing me their portfolios, but they weren't really showing it to me. They kind of were just showing like, hey, made $17,000 trading this. And I couldn't even read it. It'd be like, now I can read it. It's Euro, USD. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? You know, and just like trading, you know, Forex or whatever uh, for years. And, you know, recently one of my buddies was able to sit me down and let me look at what they do, you know, when they trade. I'm like, okay, cool. The thing, the key thing that really helped out was, I was like, which brokerage do you use? You know what I'm saying? That's really all I really needed because everybody seemed to, uh, somebody was using Hugo's Way. Somebody was using um, 4X. Somebody else was using uh, this. I, and I was like, okay, well, what's a good broker to use? You know what I'm saying? So he, was, he basically showed me the brokerage company that he uses. And I was like, all right, bet. Then opened up the brokerage account and it just, stuff just started making sense. You know what I'm saying? Um, so been working on my 4X. Uh, I'm going to be working on that coming up. So going into the new year, it's going to be a bunch of probably selling my assets. You know, if I've got to sell my car or something, because I got to get I got to get this account funded. You know, I may even be having to sell my house. This new year is going to be rough, tough, but it's also going to be a real blessing. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like a blessing in disguise. Um, so I may even have to sell the house or it'd be nice if I could rent it out. But I'm not even sure if that's a possibility. It's a whole lot with some legal stuff going on it's a bunch of bullshit if you can man stay out of the bullshit the bullshit is my personal opinion is confusion from the devil you know what i'm saying uh they say that the devil uses uh confusion as one of his tactics i really feel like that's all bullshit is is no offense weak-minded individuals not weak-minded i don't want to call them weak-minded but individuals that don't have their spirit right you know what i'm saying and then you know you um it's, it's kind of like how you open the door on a summer day and like a, a flyer mosquito gets in the house but you didn't even open up the door all the way you just cracked it um you know and then you closed it next thing you know a fly got in you're like oh crap you know got a fly in the house i kind of see that as kind of like when you don't have your spirit right and how once you have that crack open how you can let like the devil inside and it's just little things even myself included you know saying um shit i mess up all the time i never claim to be the best practicing christian in the world at all i don't even want that title you know what i'm saying because i I don't feel like i can hold up to those standards you know what i'm saying um so there's this little thing with christianity where they say don't don't go around trying to save souls you know um always preaching the gospel you know what i'm saying this this is not technical i'm just kind of making it up right now but this is what people talk about. say just just live right live just live practice being a good christian you'll probably save more souls and at the same time this is also a sales tactic but also don't go around saying the same thing to um different or the same individuals you know what i'm saying go around saying the same thing to different individuals you know, don't you, your buddy has already made their decision. You know, they're, they're good that they don't accept Christ, whether they're different religion or whether they're, 
don't believe in God at all or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Don't no need to sit there. And seriously, I don't do this stuff. I haven't done that stuff since I was probably like a teenager. I leave people alone. I do what I do. You do what you do. We can all live in harmony. You know what I'm saying? It's just like just be a good practicing Christian. You'll probably save more souls that way. Leave people alone. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you have your missionaries who go out and preach the gospel, and you know they knock on every door and they go to different cities and do missions. Um, which I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking that at all. I, I think I recently had an associate just get back from some country because they were doing mission work. And I and I think it's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I didn't get to hear all their stories, but I believe they said, man, there was a large group of people that never even heard the name Jesus. You know what I'm saying? It was because I guess the country they're in or the city they were in, they actually exile people who talk about Christianity. I can't remember all the stories, but I had to talk to them. Um, so there were so many people who never even heard the word Christian, Christianity, Jesus, or whatnot. Um, it was actually funny the way he was able to get to the city. I don't want to put all his business out there, but he, I, I think he went into the city as like a, as a journalist or something, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then he was able to uh, preach the gospel to some of these people. Uh, but for other individuals such as like myself that may not be going around doing mission work or whatever, just living as, you know, a good practicing Christian is good enough for me right now. Uh, and that may, uh, because so many people are going to look at me and definitely be like, hypocrite, you hypocrite. You know what I'm saying? I just saw you driving, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and you had two, uh, Red bones in the back kissing. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. That <laughs> or something. You know what I'm saying? Or I seen you at the club and you looked sloppy drunk or whatever. Or I seen you getting a fight with somebody and you're supposed to be a Christian and you you know blah blah blah. Trust me, the attacks come constantly, constantly, and it's kind of like you just look at the people and it's like, what for? Why? Why? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. Stay away from the bullshit and. uh so, you know, just those little things um, can allow, you know, bad spirits and the devil to creep in. And um, next thing you know, you're making all these wild decisions, you know what I'm saying, that don't even align with your values, your morals, your goals. You know what I'm saying? You don't even like smoking. You know, it doesn't even feel good. But yet you're smoking every day, you know, or, or you don't even like drinking or whatever it is, um, you know, being promiscuous, whatever. Uh, now, for other individuals, there's different individuals. Uh, I remember it was a scene, um, and I think I love my wife with Chris Rock, and I can't remember the other guy, Steve Bruschetti or something. And uh, he, <laughs> Chris is just basically like, man, cheating on my wife does not feel good. And he looks at Steve and... Um, He's like, man, how do you do you cheat on your wife or something? He's like, I do it all the time, you know, <laughs> like and you don't feel like a bag of shit. And he's like, no, you know, we're two different people. OK, you know, you got to know this about yourself. Like where it's like, yo, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm even getting to a point where I'm finding out more about myself, you know, um, you know, that, you know, this this isn't for me. You know, what I mean, sometimes you accept relationships that maybe you shouldn't be in but you say oh whatever you look past the red flags and everything and you just keep pursuing the relationship and keep going 
knowing damn well in the back of your head there's this thing like a bullhorn screaming, get the fuck out. Yeah, that's what the movie should have been called. Get the fuck out. <laughs> How about you get the fuck out? Um, you're like, you know, and you're just like, oh, no, 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 it's all good. Um, you know, you know, people, you know, people, that's what people do and all this other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes we got to allow that door to close. Just let that door close. Close the door and and move on and let another one open. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, And you never know what's on the other side. We never know. I don't even know right now what's on my other side. I'm just praying to God right now, just saying, God, please, like, can I get a sign? Because this shit is going bad. But God just keeps letting me know, like, you know, be patient. Um... You know, also, don't be afraid to, you know, use that inner child. You know what I'm saying? Because when you, when you were a child, you were happy, risk taker, uh, didn't care. You know what I'm saying? And when you get older, there's all this fear that you say, well, that would never work because there's an SBA rule title 279 that says if you operate a business without a permit, then you're going to be sued and Fired by the federal government, and you're gonna have to go to the Greenbelt Federal Court Center, and you'll be dead. Yeah, and, and all this shit gets in your head, and they say, "No, what are you doing? Sitting on your couch? Not, not, or or whatever it is. You may not be sitting on your couch, but going to work, whatever it is, for the next seven, ten years, when a bunch of other individuals took that instinct, stay with their inner child, stay with their faith, went forward." may have gotten sued, paid the fines, changed up their business model to make it more legit and legal, and are moving forward. And then you ask them, yo, so what happened with this and what happened with that? Oh, fireman came and said that, you know, all my stuff wasn't up to code or, you know, basically I had to go and work on the residential uh, code lining or whatever, you know, it's just a bunch of stuff. That you go through, but you get through it while you're sitting there scratching your head like, damn, what would have happened if I went ahead and just started the business in the first place? And then occasionally, you know, had to update everything because that's all it is. You know how many, sorry, you know how many barbershops or barbers or tattoo artists or tax advisors, financial advisors, doctors, Lawyers, anybody, judges, anybody in their role can probably go back to a certain customer or a case or something where they fucked up and they didn't do it right. And they know it. And we think about it constantly. And that's what gives us that urge, that grind to keep going. You know how many doctors got bodies? I mean, like legit bodies. Like, damn, that doctor got how many bodies? About seven. You know what I'm saying? Just off some dumb, totally forgot the right, I don't know, anesthesia or anesthetic or didn't realize that this person had this allergy and they gave them this medicine instead of gave them that medicine or they didn't realize that there was some, I don't know, soot in their lungs or something, I don't know, and got a body. But you know what you do? You got you to gotta move on. You got to move on. Just like with trading. You, you fucked up. You put something. You, you did a risk-taking trade. You knew it was a dumb fucking trade. You shouldn't have did it in the first place, but you did it. 
Now learn from it and let's move on. Tattoo artists, you know what I mean? Tattoo parties, tattoo artists probably through messing people, jacking people's bodies up. They say, oh man, yeah, I was I jacked up a bunch of people. You know, <laughs> I should have never drew it like this. Man, I should have been drawing it like this. And and but you know what? You gotta move on. Gotta keep moving. And that's just basically that's just basically what the experience is about to be about right now. For me, um just you know, trusting in God, keeping the faith. Um uh just keep grinding, keep working hard, staying away from uh, negative uh, individuals. Not saying that I got to stick around like-minded individuals because I'm not about that life. I'm not about sticking around a bunch of people that just think like me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's not the way I'm trying to live. I, I need outside thoughts, things to incorporate into my life. But don't need to be around a bunch of negativity. Someone basically telling you that you're not worth anything, t- telling you you're worthless, telling you you're not going to succeed, telling you that you should just go back to your old spouse or telling you that you should just, you know, stay at your company or whatever it is. Um, and you're sitting there and it's not even like a, a small thought. It's like the thought is like banging your head like a drum. That's when I'm starting to realize that I got to listen. This is when I'm like, you know what? I got to listen. So this is where I'm like, yo, I think God's been you ever realize if, if, if you have a relationship with God and you hear that voice from God and you realize that voice is so low, you know what I'm saying? It's like a low, quiet voice. It's not loud at all. You know what I'm saying? But you can hear it. And that voice is the voice you got to listen to. And trust me, the voice talks to me all the time. I don't listen all the time. I'm getting better, you know? And the, my, the thing is, I think the voice is so quiet. I'm, now I'm just babbling on. I think the voice is so quiet because <laughs> could you imagine if God raised raised his voice? Could you imagine what it would do to our, our brain, our eardrums? You know, I seriously think <laughs> this. All right. I'm just going to do it because whatever. I seriously think I may have even heard God laugh. Um, I was I was chilling and everything's going terrible in my life. Everything's going terrible, right? I I could be wrong, but I felt like people close to me were backstabbing me. Was uh, stuff is just going bad, and um, I'm still chilling though. I'm still just chilling. I'm like, hey, it's whatever. You got friends who backstab you. That's human nature, you know. I just got to work on, you know, being forgetful and you know, and just keep moving forward. And I was like. I think, I think God, I think he got my back because everyone else that was pursuing everything they wanted, they wanted to have, be best friends with this person. They wanted to have these parties together and all these different things are yet getting what they want, but seem miserable. You know what I'm saying? Not saying they are miserable, but just from the outside looking in, they seem miserable. And, and, and I, I have no problem with therapy or anything, but they're everyone's in therapy, everybody, you know, is in, in the doctor's office. And I'm like, how are y'all got everything y'all want going for yourselves and you're not happy and I'm failing in everything, but I'm finding my inner peace and my inner happiness. And I, and I was just like, God, how is this working? And I was like, God, 
I don't want to say everything exactly. You know, it was kind of like, you got my back, God, don't you? And you're going to look out for me. And essentially, I heard like like a laugh, like the same voice, but I heard it laugh. Dog, I never heard this like volume. When the, the laugh came out, it was like, ha, you know what I'm saying? Like, and when it did that, because normally the voice is so like, Da 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 da. Yes, you should turn left. You should turn right. You should stay home. You shouldn't go out tonight. It's usually like that. This time it was like, ha! And it was so loud in my head. It was like, oh shit. I even felt like, one of, I hope my eardrum is okay. It was like my left eardrum. I was like, yo, I think you may have blew my left eardrum. Like, <laughs> just that little laugh. I felt like blew my head. I was like, that's why you're so quiet. Because if it, it for one second, if it goes loud, it could possibly hurt our head. You know, that's why it's always so like, just be calm, be quiet. Watch, watch the language. You don't got to use that foul language so much. You don't got to, you don't got to go hang out with uh, these people. Just chill. Don't go over there. That's how it sounds all the time. You know what I'm saying? But essentially, oh, another thing. Okay, so another part of the conversation it was like, God, you're gonna, you're gonna help me be successful, aren't you? And this, that's when it was like, <laughs> you got it, you got it, you got it. You're giving all these people all the things that they want, so that they can, kind of, for lack of better words, get away from me, because I'm possibly about to go somewhere. I'm possibly about to do something. I have no idea what, but I can't go with these people. I can't carry these people with me. They have to go away. And you weren't, and I wasn't getting rid of them, you know? So I I had to get rid of them for you and had to make them stab you in the back, had to have them do all these wicked things. In order for you to get them out of life so that you can now start building yourself up. In the last few months, the last few months, I've possibly done more for myself. I still need to work on my health and everything. My, my, was it? My waistline is progressing. Um, but uh, for the last few months, I've done more for myself than I have done in 10 years because of fear, because of complacency, wanting to... Um, wanting to please everyone around me, wanting to keep these group of friends. Man, I've had parties where my buddies come over and there's just this one little thing that's not right, okay? There's this one little handprint on my television screen or something. And and the people would just talk about it. Ah, why well, we're trying to watch the the boxing match, and there's a handprint on the TV. I'm talking about. I got liquor. I got food. Everything is free. Uh, I possibly even hire some entertainment. And when I mean entertainment, literally, like literally entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody just I don't know. You know, you know, do I don't know? Maybe a fire, you know, or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And. Just one little speck on the TV. Why? And this is, and these are the people that I'm trying to take care of. You know what I'm saying? These are the people that I want. I tell you, if I won a lottery, I would split it with these people. This is supposed to be a crew. And one mistake somebody told me is 
you're already securing the people that you're going to share your bag with without even securing the bag first. Why don't you secure the bag first and then see the people that you want to split it with? Okay, because you may be telling these people that you're going to split the bag with them and they're just hanging around waiting for this mysterious bag to come out and they're nothing but low lives. You know what I'm saying? I'm not speaking to anybody specifically, but so what these people do is while you're flying high, they like to jump on and you start struggling. You're like, yeah, I can't, I can't carry all these, all these individuals and you're struggling. You're trying to carry everybody along. You're still trying to fly because you got that flying spirit about you. There's nothing that can hold you down. You just got a wonderful spirit that, that shit, you just keep flying. You know what I'm saying? Even with everybody on your back. Now, once these parasites drain all your energy and all your blood and your sweat and your tears, and you're starting to come lower and lower because there's all these individuals on your back, then what happens? They start jumping off. You know what I'm saying? And while you were flying high, they're just in your ear telling you, oh, man, you shouldn't do things like this. It's kind of like when you have that buddy who's passing away. But in your head, there's no way that they're really going to pass away. I mean, come on. I know they're sick. I know they're they're going to the doctor every week or two. But there's no way they're going to pass away. You know what I'm saying? That's what your buddies do when they're in your ear. They're t- talking to you about your, your marriage. They're calling your spouse up, trying to hang out with them. And they're thinking, oh, there's no way. We, how are we too involved? You know, they're talking to your spouse about maybe they should do other things or whatever. Um, you know, to spice it up or whatever, or just uh, things that are not good. Cause there's no chance that y'all will ever get divorced. No way. No way. Right. Or there's no chance you'll lose your business. There's no chance you'll lose your house, you know? And then next thing you know, things start happening. You get the phone call, your buddy passed away and it's like, no way, no way. Now all of a sudden, while you're flying high, all these negative things are going on. Now you're flying low. People are like, no way. I didn't know that my actions could have really been messing up their marriage or messing up their bills. And now they want to play nice like, hey, sorry, buddy, didn't really realize I was fucking your life up, which nobody can really mess your life up. Only only really you can. But they weren't multiplying or adding to your life. You know, like it was like I was trying to tell you that maybe you should stop calling so much or maybe you should not. We shouldn't hang out for a while or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. But that's kind of how it is. Now people realize that, oh, man, in my personal situation, that shit got fucked up. And it's like, oh, shit, we probably we probably weren't helping the situation out because always complaining, starting arguments. But it's all good because now everyone's out. Everyone's out. And now we can go secure the bag. Okay, let's go secure an actual bag. And then we can decide how we're going to manage these funds. Before, you, if I got $100,000, was probably going to give 1000 to this friend, 1000 to that friend, 1000 to that friend, 1000 to this person, 10000 to that person, 10000 to that person, you know, 20000 to this person. Now, you get that 100000 bag, now you start looking at everything differently. Now you're kind of like, you know what, there's really no need to give this money away to just people just because they've been around for so long. Now this may be the opportunity to actually invest in my business or myself and lift myself up. And now you don't have so much weight on your back, on your wings, because everybody showed their true colors. And now you're kind of like, you know what? 
you over there, I'm over here. And now we can actually do some real community work. We can do some real community work and, and maybe give it to people who really need it. Because at the end of the day, you give the money to your buddy, what are they going to do? Smoke it up, drink it up, fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? But now, what if we go to, I don't know, say like I don't know, Anacostia, and we buy them books. You know what I'm saying? And we fill the school up with books. Something that you may not even thought about before because you weren't surrounded around the right people. You know, but now you kind of, now with all those people gone, one of the things I realized when I started uh, separating people or separating myself from everybody, and it may not be the healthiest thing. Seriously, seclusion is one of the most unhealthiest things. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not by myself. I'm with God. (laughs) Um, But no, um, seclusion is seriously a very unhealthy thing. Anytime I watch any shows about like jail, they always, it seems like the rapings and the murders are just a part of the, it's like a football game. Getting tackled is just a part of the game. Getting raped or murdered is just a part of the game. But one thing I do hear that these, these inmates do not like, which doesn't make sense to me, is going into seclusion. What do they, whatever they call it, um, the hole or, uh, what is it, sep or segregated, um, I can't remember. But every prison show I watch, it seems like that is the worst punishment ever, to be by yourself. Seg, I think they say, they call it seg unit or something. I'm like, man, put me away in a separate jail. I don't want to be around anybody else, man. Like, I'm good. Put me in that seg unit, whatever. I'll just do my time in there. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I don't fully understand it because they're like, yo, it's like torture. Supposedly, the longest you can do by yourself is like 11 days, you know, and just it's in seclusion. And there's people who have probably done, I think they said Khalif Browder, uh, I can't remember his name, did like 30 days as a 16-year-old in seg by himself, if I'm correct. So I'm not saying that separating yourself is a healthy thing to do. Again, this isn't advice. But I've noticed that since separating myself, I, ideas, more of my ideas. As a youngin, this one I say going back to your childhood, as a youngin, I always kind of had ideas and I was very exploratory. When I started hanging out with people, I started self-doubting, being very insecure, wanting to fit in. I'm not the best dressed person. I'm not the best looking person or anything. And also, I like to have fun. You know what I'm saying? So I'm goofy. I'm not well-dressed, pudgy, not that attractive, not somebody you really want to surround yourself around. Because seriously... I may go out one night and dress up as, a, you know, an idiot, a clown or something, just having a good time, okay? I, I did have a buddy way back in the day that could kind of match my energy, you know what I'm saying? I, and in fact, I couldn't keep up with their energy. They were just as crazy, but they also had, they had the confidence. I'm crazy. I like to go out, have fun, do dumb shit, um, but, you know, I do eventually be like, all right, maybe I'm doing too much. Uh, but when you meet somebody who has the confidence, they're like, man, I don't give a damn. I'm having fun. It's, it's an awesome match. Um, so, um, yeah, it's just, so I've always had ideas. I always like to explore, never really got around to it because I was always around individuals and I'm like, man, I don't want them calling me names. Uh, forget about it. Let me just sit here and be quiet. Um, you know. And and people will love it. They're like, man, who's that guy over there sitting over in the corner so quiet? You know what I'm saying? He's a real cool, mature, mystery guy. No, 
I'm actually unhappy at this party right now. I don't like any of these individuals. Not saying I, I love everybody. I really do. I love everybody. But I may not be gelling with these individuals. So I'm sitting in the corner by myself waiting for about two hours. Because in two hours, I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody I'm about to leave. You know what I'm saying? Um, but since getting everybody away, ideas have been coming back and coming back rapidly. Like, you know, um, and it gets to a point where sometimes you don't even want to take a drink or anything. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, the, the juices in your brain are, are flowing. You know what I'm saying? And you're, and you're taking the risk. Uh, for example, even starting the podcast. Right. If I had my job and my friends and everything, man, this podcast probably wouldn't have been happening. I would have been working, going to the job, doing the the annual reviews and the potlucks and everything and just moving right along. You know, 30 years from now, I'll retire and blah, blah, blah. Nah, since things I was like, you know what? I'm not going to I can't keep living in fear anymore. I can't keep uh, doing all this. I got I got to move forward. I got to do something new. I got to, if I got to expose myself, I got to expose myself, put myself out there, start the podcast, start the business. Um, oh crap. I think I just stepped on a piece of glass. Shit. Ah, like ornament glass. Damn it. Ah, I got to find some tweezers. Goodness gracious. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, so, and also the children's book, okay, so like children's books coming out, gotta be, you know, uh, that I authored, uh, not the, not the owner, uh, or, you know, there's a whole team of people on it, uh, but with the children's book come out, I'm gonna have to go out, and I'm gonna have to market it, I'm gonna have to possibly knock on doors, put it in my trunk, drive around, go to different schools, libraries, see if they'll purchase it, or however it works, you know, I can't live in fear anymore. I can't live, you know, mysterious. I have to put myself out there. Podcast. I mean, seriously, on this podcast, I'm putting stuff out there and I don't even go back and listen to it or edit it. So I don't even know what I've said. I probably said some shit that I'm like, oh, shit, I wish I would have never put that out there, you know. Um, And then starting a small business for coaching and therapy for financial, you know, uh, and then I'll hopefully get to the community outreach program as well. But um yeah, sitting there as a 36, about to be 37-year-old man with nothing but debt, sitting there, going to have somebody on my couch talking to me about, yeah, you know, I think I have this mental block when it comes to finances because, you know, my family never did, or whatever people want to talk about, or, hey, I'm really thinking about getting the stock market, but I really don't know what to do, um, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, we just talk about it, we just do things, and then go into the coaching where it's like, okay, well, if you do want to trade stocks, for example, we got to look for a brokerage. You know, there used to be like Scotch Trade, I think a long time ago, was big on the S&P 500. Uh, then you got other ones like, I don't know, Fidelity and E. Uh, there used to be this one called E-Trade. Um, and then there was, uh, there used to be a company called TD Ameritrade, you know. And depending on what you're trying to get done, uh, you want to go with the right brokerage. You know, because some brokerages may not give you certain things like eligibility. I'm dealing with a, a, a case a situation right now where I can't get eligibility with my current broker. So I may have to start looking at a Webull or a Robinhood who may have more lenient um, 
I know a lot of the um, a lot of the eligibility comes from probably the SEC and FINRA. It's probably regulatory. But then there's other stuff that may not be so regulatory. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just that's just the brokerage company. So that's the stuff I got to find out. Uh, and then we figure out what brokerage company you want to go with because you want to be very safe with your brokerage company because a lot of these brokerage companies uh, that you go through do this thing called, uh, I talk about this, uh, gamification where they make the platform so user-friendly. That's one thing I realized even about Forex. Forex, I'm like, yo, do y'all know what y'all are, pe people are trading? You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, I'm not sure if they do, but... The interface that they're using is so user-friendly. They're like, yeah, I'm just going to buy right here. Then I'm going to put in my stop loss here. Then I'm going to put in my trailing stop here or my, my uh, take profit here. And don't even, don't even really know what they're trading or doing. Just know that they're just basically playing a video game. You know what I'm saying? So you want to be very careful with that. Now, if you're a more experienced trader and you're just like, yo, I love this platform because it makes it so user-friendly, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Other than someone who's just like, oh, buy here, sell here, buy here, sell here, and don't even really know what they're doing. Um, but yeah, we just take the steps and we move forward. And I'm going to keep keep moving forward. Can't keep doing the same thing twice and expecting new results. So I want to thank everybody who decided to stop by and kick it with me on this Christmas. Uh, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate it. Uh, God bless. I'm Chairman. This is House of Barf. Blah! I am thrilled to introduce you to an exciting new storybook journey that I believe will capture your imagination. Allow me to present Langston Mangston's Kulamaid Stand Adventure, a compelling short story that promises to transport you to a world of interest, excitement, and learning. The title of the book is Langston Mangston's Kulamaid Stand Adventure by Chandler Hayes. In a world of colorful imagination and captivating stories, a new children's book has emerged to empower our young minds with crucial life lessons, life skills, and financial literacy. Langston Mason's Coolamate Stand Adventure is a cheering short story written by a talented black author who understands the importance of equipping our youth in the early stages of life with the tools they need to navigate the realm of money, savings, and smart choices. Meet Langston Mingston and his imaginary best friend, Zonky, a pink elephant, two curious souls who embark on an adventure around the vibrant landscape of Wichita, Kansas, where Langston Mingston sets out to accomplish multiple goals and is met with obstacles that he must overcome. Langston Mingston and Zonky discover valuable lessons of talking about finances in the home in order to gain knowledge. Langston Mangston, with a little bit of confidence, the guidance of supportive parents, the help of community members like Mr. Tiller, and his imaginary best friend Zonky, Langston Mangston learns about the value of money and how to save, the importance of making thoughtful spending decisions, the significance of thinking outside the box when met with challenges, with money, and the joys of sharing with others. Through relatable experiences and, emerging, and, and engaging storytelling, Young readers are introduced to the fundamental concepts of money, such as earning, saving, and spending responsibly. Langston Mangston set savings goals, teaching children the importance of planning for future needs and dreams. The book celebrates diversity and the different perspectives on money, shedding light on its role in different people's lives. 
The characters' interactions emphasize the joys of serving others, the gift of sharing, and making a positive impact in their community. The pages of Langston Mingston's Coolamated Stand Adventure come to life with vibrant illustrations. The colorful and imaginative visuals not only captivate young readers, but also enhance their understanding of complex financial concepts. Langston Mingston's Coolamated Stand Adventure is coming soon to bookstairs and online realtors. It is a must-have addition to any child's library, fostering essential life skills while sparking the joy of reading. Empower the young minds in your life with the gift of financial literacy and imagination. Join Langston Mingston, Zonky, family, and friends on their extraordinary journey of running a drink stand to set them on the path of a brighter future. Your opinion means a great deal to me. I would be honored if you would consider exploring Langston Mingston's Coolamade Stand Adventure and sharing your thoughts. Your feedback could play an invaluable role in shaping the future of this project. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to discuss the book further, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Your support in spreading the word about Langston Mingston's Coolamade Stand Adventure would mean the world to me, and I deeply appreciate your consideration. I am a passionate advocate for financial literacy. Me, um, Chandler Hayes, um, and and am excited to join the community of storytellers with a background in finances. I am driven to inspire children to embark on their own adventures of learning and discovery through the power of literature. Langston Mingston's Coolamade Stand Adventure is a heartfelt endeavor to promote financial literacy in a fun and accessible way. As a black author, I'm committed to providing children of all backgrounds with the tools for success, and I am proud to contribute to a more financially informed generation. Thank you for taking the time to explore this advertisement. And I look forward to the possibility of sharing this extraordinary literature adventure with you. Please feel free to contact me. Uh, You can reach me at the email c287gph at gmail.com. All right. Thank you. Warmest regards. Have a great day. God bless. Introducing the Listener Support Program, feeling the future and quality of House of Barf. Dear loyal listeners, at the House of Barf, we strive to bring you the most engaging, informative, and entertaining content every day into the world of business, accounting, regulation, and finance. We strive to provide you with expert knowledge, practical tips, and thought-provoking discussions to help you excel in your financial endeavors. We are dedicated to fostering meaningful conversations, sharing valuable insights, and creating a community of like-minded individuals who are passionate about business, accounting, regulation, and finance. Producing high-quality content requires dedication, resources, and effort from a talented team of one, me, but in the future, you know, hopefully I'll have a team. That's why we are excited to introduce our listener support program. This initiative allows you, our cherished audience members, to play a pivotal role in shaping the future and the content and assuring House of Bar's sustainability. In the future, becoming a supporter 
you'll be able to enjoy a range of exclusive benefits. Benefits that I'm hoping to be able to bring eventually. Early access to episodes. Um, access to episodes that are not, you know, public. Uh, you know, that are not accessible to everyone. Possibly even um, create better content. And then all those mistakes I make, maybe I'll put them in a separate episode. You'll be able to get some behind the scenes stuff. Um, uh, and other uh, exclusive um, um, things such as merchandise, possibly. I have, uh, you know, a children's book coming out, maybe able to offer that. Uh, your support goes directly towards enhancing the quality of our content, expanding our reach, our research and investing in new resources and technology to bring you even better experiences. Your contribution will help us continue to deliver thought-provoking discussions, captivating stories, and insightful inter... Oh, no, sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Um, may, in the future, may possibly interview someone. Uh, that will keep you engaged and inspired. Join me, us in shaping the future of House of Barf by becoming a supporter today. Your generosity empowers us to keep our conversations alive and ensures that we can contribute to provide valuable content to audiences around the United States and hopefully in the future of the world. To support us, simply visit podcasters.spotify.com. Then you can get to House of Barf. Um, also, it is on Spotify and um, support this podcast and become a supporter and choose a membership tier that aligns with your preferences. Every contribution, no matter how small or how big, makes a meaningful impact and is deeply appreciated. Thank you for being an essential part of our journey. With your support, we can reach new heights and create content that truly resonates with you, our incredible listeners. God bless. Happy listening. I'm Chan Man. This is House of Barf. Again, if you would like, you can visit podcasters.spotify.com backslash pod backslash show backslash Chan hyphen man seven. And you can go to support this podcast and become a supporter today. Thank you. You can also reach me at c 287 gph at gmail.com. Thank you again. You have a wonderful day. God bless.